Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon, one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, let's go right back to uh, Jack out there in East Hartford. He had an issue with his credit card. You there, Jack? Yes, I'm here. All right. So you got your somebody was making purchases on your credit card. You canceled the card, and then of course your automatic payment to Frontier didn't go through. Right. And then so I called them. Yep. I have I have a second credit card. Now that second credit card is with. Uh, an account that I've had for about 30 years and it's changed back bank several times. Mm-hmm. It was, I got a, a new card issued last year by the latest bank that took it over. Yep. I did. I did one transaction last year in the store at home Depot mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I did a second online with an online merchant this year. So I had two transactions on it. Yeah. I gave frontier that card. Yep. Goes through later on that night. I get an email from that bank of the second card saying, did you authorize this transaction? Hmm. Uh, so I called them up. I said, it's a fraud transaction. I had another card hacked earlier in the day. So now I had both cards canceled. Yeah. I went up to the uh, email server because I had, I thought something was a little hokey with the, those uh, subscription emails I got. Mm-hmm. I looked at the spam folder. There were 2,772 of these subscription emails in there. Wow. Now, some got blasted out right around the time that first fraudulent transaction happened. Mm-hmm. And this, it looks like a second blast went out right around the second fraudulent transaction. Hmm. Now, the common point on the two cards is Home Depot. Because hmm. I used I used the the first credit card this couple of months ago to do an online transaction with Home Depot mm-hmm. and I used that uh, that email address to do the transaction at Home Depot. Can can you figure out how they got my two credit card accounts? And my email address. We can do a lookup to see if Home Depot has any um, news on their yeah. uh, payment systems being I, compromised. Yeah, I did that. 
and it looks like the last hack they had was in 2014. Okay. And that got settled. But yeah. All right. So then it the if you're doing secure secure commerce through your browser and you've only used that card one more time, the coincidence is mighty strong. It's really hard for me to ignore here that somebody doesn't have access to something um, when it comes to your computer in some sort of way. Um, I would tell you to run malware bytes on your computer to see if there's something paying attention to your your activity online. Um, yeah, but 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 um, <laughs> the see the 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 transaction with the second card was done over the phone. Oh. So I gave when I called Frontier, I asked him if he could take the payment from another card, and he did that. He did that over the phone. So but, was, okay. Yes. But didn't you say you used the home uh, the the card at Home Depot? Then you did it physically. You said. I did it physically, and this was last year, like in April of last year, because oh. that's when the new card was issued, and I just wanted to make sure that it had gotten registered properly and it was okay. usable. So you didn't even use your computer to do this, is what you're telling us? Well, I did it one time. That second card was used one time online a couple of months ago. Yeah, but still. It's too, it's too coincidental that you get hacked on one card, and then you get hacked again the next, the next day on the other card? After well, you make a, same, it, it was the same day. <laughs> yeah, same day. That's pretty unusual. Um, that's pretty. Uh, and I've got Norton on on my computer. Mm. Yeah, but you didn't even use your computer. Well, I mean, I have used the computer multiple times for the the, the first card. That's my primary card that right. I I get the points on that card, so I run all my transactions on that. All right. So here's the other. There, here's the other aspect of this, right? So. It could be a coincidence in that your card was the the information on it was part of a breach, right? So wherever you use your credit card, that card, whether it be at Home Depot or what have you, that number could be part of a breach. These bad guys are selling these numbers on the dark web like crazy, and it could just be a coincidence, considering you didn't use your computer to do it. Um, that so nobody's paying attention to your machine. You're not d typing in card numbers, and people are absconding with your number, I would contend that most likely this is part of a breach. You just happen to be hit twice um, because they buy these credit cards. I was just reading a story. They'll buy them for like less than a, they said like less than a, a dozen donuts or something like that uh, to buy a huge swath of credit card numbers. So your card could have been part of a breach and then the bad guys just to start, just start using it, right? Um, and then if it works, if they have the card number in there and then the little three-digit code, they're good as long as they know your billing address, right? And they do know your billing address if they look up your name and address. It's not hard to find your billing address, right? So I would bet that it's just a coincidence that somehow your two card numbers were part of it. That's my my guess, I'm guessing. What do you think, Dennis? Well, I, I do agree with that. Okay. And one thing that maybe we need to mention also is that not only are breach data results available on the dark web but some of the scammers will take multiple batches of breach data right like from the target breach from the home depot breach mm -hmm. from this breach from that they'll assemble a big database right and then they will look for commonality points they'll look for somebody's name and then they'll marry up mm -hmm. 
different records from all those breaches, and then they try to get a wider profile on a particular person. Right. Now, we would have and, wondered why they would purchase a coffee grinder on your behalf um, and not a boat. It but sounds that's like a test. Bad. Yeah, no, it's a test. Yeah. Um, but that's what it feels like to me, Jack, is this, you're just your numbers are part of a breach. And just so you know, all of our numbers are part of a breach, all right? This they is not are. just you. Um, and that's why most credit cards, if not all, are not going to make you responsible for charges as long as you notice them, right? If you don't notice them, yeah. and that's why they do these little tests. They try to sneak in a test to see if you'll notice. In your case, you you obviously will notice because you've got very few transactions. So that's what I think happened. Um, you just It just happens to be your number as part of a breach. Cancel that card, get a new number, and it should not. If it happens again, then it's something more nefarious. Um, because if all you have brand new cards now, so you have the other card that was imp- impacted now with a new number, and now you'd get a new number for this card. See if you're good. I think I've told the story numerous times where my son, I gave my con- my card to him for Ch- Chipotle, and somehow I'm getting Chipotle orders out of San Diego. And the big problem with it is when you have, to, you have automatic payments on these cards, you got to cancel everything, right? And you got to reconfigure it. So yeah. I'm guessing that's what's happened. It's not some sort of super hack on on jack it's something more simple you just your cards are out there yeah um do you have any idea why all these uh email blasts went out uh, i my... have a, i have a feeling yeah the person was setting you up um so that you would not see any confirmation emails yeah he'd flood that your mailbox the bank would send you right to ask hey did you do this um and I've seen at Tab, mm-hmm. I've seen people get what are called email bombed that way, right? Um, where someone will maliciously go and literally sign up somebody's email address for hundreds or even thousands of these subscription services. Matter of fact, we had a we had a customer that was a victim of what is effectively an email bomb, mm-hmm. um, and he was getting signed up for. Uh, email releases for class action lawsuits mm. that were even in other countries to hide the nefarious activity of the and legitimate it, email. Yeah, and what it, with these the, the thousands of items coming in, mm-hmm. you would be less likely to see you know any warning emails now. Whoever, wherever you're getting your email, and it sounds like they're already shunting a lot of these things to you know your spam folder for your for you to help you out, which right. sounds really good. Yeah. But I think effectively that was that was the goal of the bad guys. Yep. They were trying okay. to cloud you yeah. with chaff. Yeah, they almost did that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Almost. So almost. whatever whatever email service you're using that did that for you is working pretty good. So I would yeah. be happy with you're that. Not, you're not gonna like the name. It's SBC Global. <laughs> really? <laughs> Oh, yeah. you blew me away. Well, it could also be your it could be your mail client, your mail the tool you're using True. could also have it configured to do that. Um, yeah. but it's not that we don't like it, Jack. It's just that we just don't think it's going to exist. <laughs> we're we're worried that you're going to lose it at any moment. Yeah. Literally, at any moment. Right. We've we've had numerous calls about it, that kind of thing. So, yeah. I would just tell you to change the credit card number and and go on go about your business and uh and pay, and see if you see any other nefarious charges. If if you do, then I'm start I would be concerned and I would call your po- local police. Um yeah. okay. because that would be too odd for them for them to now get the new numbers that fast. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um 
I caught the tail end of your previous caller, and you mentioned a paid mail service. Yeah, we like I like Proton. It's a, it's a it's a Swiss based company. It's fully encrypted email, point to point, and uh, MIT is involved as well in in this company. It's been around for I think over a decade now, mm-hmm. and uh, they offer you know secure email. They offer VPN. They offer storage. Um, it's it's outside the U.S. Um, I just I just like the idea of being able to have privacy based on Swiss privacy, kind of like Swiss watches and what else, what else did the Swiss do well? Chocolate. Do they um, do they have a do they have a U.S. support line? Uh then yeah, you have support. Yeah. You're not going to be talking. Yeah, that. yeah. You you can you can dial a local number and get it. Yeah, actual help okay. from an intelligent person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to switch over to that then. <laughs> yeah, you may as well because uh, mm-hmm. again, SBC yeah. may not be around for that long. You never know. Mm. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Jack, for the call. All right. Bye. All right, bye. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's so many bad actors out there. They call them causing trouble for us all the time. It's just we have to learn to be vigilant. And, and Jack was. He yeah. he noticed the nefarious coffee grinder. <laughs> <laughs> How crazy is that? They decide to sneak a coffee grinder on the. Uh, that would be something that most people may not notice. Right. All right. We're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Elizabeth, hang on. Three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we're, we're posting everything to Computer Talk with Tab, so you don't have to go searching for it or Googling it. It will show up. Eventually. Not sure when. Later today. But if you follow us over at the Computer Talk with Tab listener network on Facebook, they're going there as well. Mike G's posting that as well for us live. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock, and uh, everything's been posted like we talked about over on our Facebook page over at the uh, Computer Talk with Tab Listener Network group. It's a private group. Just go ahead and uh, ask for acceptance. <laughs> We've already been invite, uh, accepting invitations this morning. So. Yeah. And uh, that way you can get the links there, and it's more separated. It's more uh, designed for you guys. You know, these links in this program is really designed for the end user. Our day jobs is designed for the business world, and we felt that uh, you know po- posting links about credit card hacks on our Facebook on our business Facebook page maybe have to separate the two just to keep it more clean for everybody. So let's get to you back to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Elizabeth in Suffield next. What's happening there, Elizabeth? Um, hi. Hi. Uh, good morning. Morning. All of a sudden, I have a one launch on my laptop. Oh. Don't ask me how I got it. Okay. Um, and my Google icon disappeared. Yeah. Um, that. You know what that is, Dennis? Oh. Yeah. One launch? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fake browser. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What you want to do is go into control panel on your computer. And then go into programs. Right, wait, wait a minute. You're talking to a real lady who's not really up on that sub. <laughs> Where right. will I find the control panel? Well, you can click start. Start okay. button at the bottom All right. left. All of right. The... I got it. I know what you mean now. All right. And then you type the word control. And then uh, and among, they... among the different things you'll see above there will be control panel. Click that. So she got tricked into choosing one launch as your favorite browser. 
Yeah. And where it came from was probably some software that got installed and it went in as a free ride. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, isn't that fun? Oh. I'm on the control panel now. All right. You're going to open up programs and features or you can click on uninstall a program. Programs and features. I'm on uh, 7. Yeah. That's my exactly. Browser control. Browser control? Browser control. Uh, I don't know what that is. Um, what you're going to be looking for in the list of programs is one launch. And you're going to uninstall it if you can find it. Okay. I I've got a screen now that says open control panel in Windows Microsoft. Is that what I want? I'm kind of mystified as to why it's asking you that. I don't I don't understand what that's about. I got this computer all of a sudden. I got all these pop-ups like super anti-spyware. Yeah, yeah. You've been hi browser hijacked on top of having a browser you don't yeah. want. Um, we need to get you to the control panel. I bet you can we find a, a link for her that we can find instructions. Yeah. yeah. I got one now that says explore further. How to open the control panel on Windows 10. Windows 10, but you have Windows 7, right? Yeah, I have Windows 7. It's not supported. So. Yeah, we got to get you to control panel, and you got to get to add remove programs inside control panel. And then when you find add remove programs inside control panel, you'll see a list, and hopefully one launch is in that list, and we want you to click on it and uninstall it. That's simply what we want you to do. Uh, I know it sounds simple, but it's not always that simple, right? Um, yeah, you know, I've got now, I I can find, like, I don't know where control panel, oh, let's say control, okay. You said type it in here, I'll try this again. Yeah. Okay, I got, now I want to uh, search the web control panel, browse more search results. Um, it feels like you're in a browser still. You're, yeah, you're not in Windows. You're you're looking inside a browser and you're typing things into a into a web search. Yeah, in the bottom left hand right. Yeah, Windows Seven. I can't remember Windows Seven, but lower left hand corner there should be a search magnifying glass space there. That's what we're telling you to find Control Panel. That's where I'm typing this. Okay. As Control, um, I'm doing Control Panel. Okay. We need to get you some instructions. I think Elizabeth. Yeah, so we're gonna have to find something for you. We'll control panel, uh, control panel open. There we go. You're getting warmer, maybe. A control panel, Windows 10. Yeah. Windows Seven. 10. You know, you're you're running Windows 7. You said. Not yes. in the right place. Yeah, you, you're browsing somewhere. We're gonna put you on hold, and we're gonna find some instructions on how to remove programs in Windows 7. All right. Yeah. All right. Put I put Elizabeth back on hold. As she fights one launch. How fun is that? You guys all woke up. We got four lines all jammed up. Like we said, 1030 seems to be when you guys wake up. What is it about Saturdays and 1030 in the morning? So Joe, Judith, Luke, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back.
And we are back, and you guys are all here. We're going to do our best to get through all your calls as best we can. We're going to finish up here with Elizabeth and see how she's been doing on the break here. Hey, Elizabeth, uh, we did put a link up there for you as to how to remove software and control panel. Did you manage to find control panel in Windows 7? Um, well, I got something here that... Um... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We went, to fa- we went to our Facebook page and computertalkwithtab.com, and we have instructions as to how to go into Windows 7, go into Control Panel, find software, and uninstall it. Your problem right now is just getting to that point. If you can get into Control Panel, you can go to the Add Remove Programs. You'll then be able to choose one launch from that list and uninstall it, but we're having so trouble getting you there. All right, so it's Computer Talk. With Tab, the name of the show.com which is computertalkwithtab.com. And uh, that link will be there probably by noon today. And uh, it'll give you an explanation as to how to go into Windows 7 Control Panel and uninstall that software. So you're going to get in there and then find one launch and uninstall it. Then reboot, and hopefully your problems will go away. Oh, okay. But right now we don't think you're there. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I've got uh, computertab.com that can... Computer talk. I've got that bar. All right. It is a mouthful. Yeah. And you're going to go to uh, our live links, but it's not up there yet. It takes a moment for those to show. They're not as live as they used to be. Okay. And so keep it, you know, hit refresh a few times. Eventually, by noon, it should be there for you, and you'll be able to find that link on how to remove programs in Windows 7 because that's what we need you to do. All right, Elizabeth? And um, is, does that work for spyware and or super anti spyware and all that stuff, too? Yeah, you can remove that, too. Yep. If it's in your list. If it's in, yeah, what you'll see is a list of programs, and you just pick each one that you want to uninstall, and you click it, and you click on the uninstall button. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Elizabeth. Yeah, bye right, Bye-bye. Um, yeah, she definitely wasn't where we wanted her to be. Um, let's go to, uh, who's up along us here? We're going to go to Joe in Berlin. Hey, Joe, you going to the fair today? Good morning, gentlemen. No, 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 not... 
I'll, I'll send my grandkids. There you well, go. they actually they're going. So good, good. What can I do for you? A little bit too much for me. Okay, a couple things. First of all, uh, I've got a uh, on my computer. It's uh, it's um, I've got an Intel Core i7 7700 CPU. Nice. Three point three point six gigahertz. Yeah, it's nice, but yeah. uh, it uh, won't accept Windows 11, or Windows 11 won't accept it. I guess. Mm, yeah, that's awful. Yep. That's part of the problem with Microsoft and Intel, and I don't know. They get they get together at some bar and decide whether okay. or not they you can use it. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, uh, Google email every couple weeks. I got three Google email accounts, and they keep asking me for my password. Mm-hmm. I keep re-entering them, and I say, "Remember me on this device." And every couple weeks, it says, "We need to know your passwords." I mean, I, I got it written down here, so it's no big deal, but still, it, it's just a pain in the neck. I'm just curious. What do you, why. how are you, are you getting your email from the internet, right? Is that what you're going to ask well, there? I was going to say using a browser, I right. assume. That's yeah. what I meant to say, but I said, yeah. you, I said no, it very no, poorly. No, uh, 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 no. Um, uh, I'm using Outlook. Oh, so, you're, so your password's not Ooh. sticking in Outlook. Hmm. We've seen that before. Uh, yeah, I'm using Outlook and yeah. and, and um, through Xfinity, through Comcast. I got my email, all my emails on, on Comcast. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, you said it's Gmail. Uh, well, yes, it's but uh, it is G. It is a Gmail account. All right. Uh, and I get all and uh, I have. Well, let me open up my email here. Uh, but I have it set up so that I get all my email through Outlook. Through Outlook, which is the app, which is the mail client. Okay. All right. And uh, it keeps, you know, it keeps saying to me, um, you know, what's your password? And Com- and Comcast is your provider of the internet, not email, right? Correct. All right, now we get it. <laughs> well, yeah. Correct, cor- cor- correct. Uh, although I do have a, a Comcast account also. Okay, and, and no that's working. There. Right. So most correct. likely, this, yeah. there's a setting issue in that Gmail account on Comcast. It's probably looking for some sort of SSL level or TSL level. Something changed that needs to be updated in Outlook. Right, Dennis? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm looking right now, and there's an article ah. about this problem. Yeah, and it's specifically about Outlook and Gmail accounts. Having this issue. So yeah. You're not and alone, Joe. It, yeah, I would say so. And <laughs> it it provides a number of possible solutions depending on what the issue is. And the, the version of Outlook, maybe? What version of Outlook well, do you have? I don't... Oh, yeah. What are, what are you using for Outlook? Uh, it, uh, it's, it's the, the uh, subscription version here. Okay, 365. Um, all right. So that... 365, correct. That will be... This article is... We'll cover that. We'll cover that. Yeah, yeah. So there's a okay. few things that you can try according to this article. You're not alone in this issue. Yeah, it goes over uh-huh. things like two-step verification. Mm. Um, it's possible that the token that's retained that keeps you in the account might be getting dropped by Outlook. Mm-hmm. Um, but any, at any rate, what we'll do is we'll what? post this article because it will yeah, have okay. a lot of solutions for you. Lots of things to try. Yeah. Okay, and, and, um, all right, I, I'll, I'll go and I'll, I'll, I'll go online and check, uh, check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one last quick question. Mm-hmm. 
years ago, I used to be able to type in, uh, I call them ASCII symbols. I don't know. Uh, I went online trying to look, you know, how do I do it? Because I used to have a chart taped to the side of my uh, uh, wall here. And somehow I lost that chart where I, I could hit alternate. And then on the, the, the number keypad on my keyboard, I yep. could type in alternate 01456. And it would come up with a symbol or a fraction. Wow, you're old school, Joe. Yeah, I know exactly what he's doing. <laughs> I, I I do this too. Do you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Um, I'll try to find a, a reference for all those different numbers for you, if that's what you're looking for. What's, what are you using yeah, them for? I, I mean, just to confuse people with uh, email, that's all. I you like know, it. How, how, did you, how did you get this... Uh... Exactly. So you're doing email tricks. You're doing stupid email tricks, well, right? No, 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 no. Occasionally, I'll need uh, uh, some kind of a special symbol. And I, I do uh, uh, machine, you know, uh, automated machines, and every once in a while, there's a special symbol in there that they need. Or oh, gotcha. Like okay. Uh, and, oh, fair enough. You have a valid reason. Yeah, we. I found an article that has a complete list, and it's enormous. All the ASCII symbol codes. Uh, ASCII and Unicode. Oh, fun. Uh, But it's all the same format. You press and hold alt. Yeah. The left alt. Yes. Not the right alt. Not Not the the alt alt right. The alt left. (laughs) then you type a sequence of numbers on the number pad, not on the number number bar at the top. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's quite unique. I was looking for that. I didn't. You know, that's why we're the geek, and you're not, Joe. We like you to become. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're quite geeky, but you're not the geek over here. You're yeah, but no, right, no, no, no. right now I'm a fan, man. I love this. This is old okay. school stuff, and it works like crazy. Awesome. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and, and instead of trying to describe this symbol to the to the customer, they they, they can see it, and then they, and if they see it comes up on their control, they'll know what the issue is. Sweet. Very cool. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Thank All right. you, You're welcome. Hopefully, okay, we fix it for you. All right, bye-bye. Okay, yeah, bye. Um, ASCII keys, the alt-left key and the number pad. And the number pad. If you don't have a number pad, no ASCII for you? That might be the case. Wow. Yeah, it might be the case. That I did not know. Mm-hmm. Even I, mean, I have not even thought of ASCII in probably 10 years. Um, very cool. Let's go on to a quick – well, no, Carolyn's going to get mad. So we're going to take a quick break and then uh, get back to Judith and Luke. Uh, this is Computer Talk with Herschel Levin. We'll be right back. So All right. We are back. This is Computer Talk. And we're getting your, to your calls here. Uh, before we get to the top of the hour, and Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. Um, let's go to who's been on the longest here, and that is Luke in Watertown by a long shot. What's going on, Luke? Morning. I'm having trouble uh, getting into my computer. When I start it up, it just keeps resetting. And um, right now I'm in advanced options. It allowed me to get into that, and I'm not sure where to go from here. I tried startup repair, and it does the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to recovery console, right? Yes. Um, what I would do is restart the computer. Uh, what what you're going to, well, which operating system is this? Windows 10, 11, 7? I believe it's 11. Okay. Um, 
Hold on a sec. Let's see if we can find a way to get you into the recovery console. Because what we want to do for this computer, if possible, is to get it to roll back to the last known good state. Okay. There is a system restore option. That would be it. Mm -hmm. You're getting there. So, yep. so click that one. Yes. All right. Does it give you a date range? Doesn't. Does it give you any restore point options? I'm clicking next. It does. It's 9.14. Okay. All right. That was two that's days ago. That's your healthiest boot according to Windows. According to Mr. Gates, that's the healthiest version of your operating system. Okay. So you're going to choose that as the point of restore. And then cross your fingers. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it can take good two to three hours to reconstitute itself yeah don't 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 do anything don't assume that it's not working right because it takes forever yeah and okay. don't be in a rush to use it because you may not be able to but For a little while yeah but um a little time invested here might actually get this thing back running okay great all right good luck that's it thanks a lot you're welcome Luke. Okay. all right so, so he's restoring what a crappy morning, right? You try to use your tool, <laughs> and it says, I don't want to work for you. <laughs> nope, not working today, dude. <laughs> and then you hear a couple of geeks on the radio say, don't don't plan on using it for a few hours. <laughs> but I got to do payroll. Nope, nope, not that. Well, much. I've actually had calls like that. I know, I know. Oh, we got to do payroll, and the computer's broken, and, and sorry, I can't give you any other answer than let it take the time that it takes. Yes, because of yeah. course they're they're having you know they got to remove Cortana to get it out of the way, <laughs> rather than making it a tool that works. Um, let's go to Judith next in Berlin as well. What's going on, Judith? Yes, hello. Hi. First of all, I want to thank you for hosting the show. You do a great job, and I really learn a lot every week. Oh, you're, th um, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, my question has to do with Proton. I'm thinking of moving over there, but I my cl male client is Comcast. Mm -hmm. And um, if I move over to Proton, do all the folders that I have under my current email IDs go to? They will import, um, depending on you know you, you can you can migrate them now. So in your case, you have a Comcast mail box, which is better than the other boxes that we've been listening <laughs> right. to, right? right. It's because a, it's a supported mailbox, supported, paid paid for box. It comes with your internet service. Mm -hmm. So. We would tell you if you have something better to do today than migrate to Proton Mail, we would tell you to do that thing than do the migration. However, um, if you want encrypted email and a, and a better mail mail product, yes, you can do this. So it should migrate and copy your folders. What what you're using Outlook for your mail client? You said right? No, no, no. Um, uh, Comcast. Comcast is your mail box. Okay. Your software that you use to access it would be your mail client, and that'd be Outlook. Or uh, what tool do you okay. use? Can they can you can use a web browser? For you could that do too. the browser based. Yeah, you're right. I guess I'm using the browser because I, you know, I, I just click on the Xfinity, for, um, yeah, um, you know, sign and go to the mailbox. Yeah, so, so you're using you're using web based email. So okay. those those folders, they should migrate and reconstitute, but they may not, um, uh -huh. because it's now you're going to be going to Proton's mail system. It should work. Well, Proton has an import facility. They do. They do. Yeah. Okay. 
they do. So, and it wouldn't hurt to set it up. You can still keep running Comcast um, uh, okay. as you migrate this over and see how it works. If you want, you could always start with a free service and mm-hmm. see how that migrates for you. And then if the folders are there to your satisfaction, start making that your primary mailbox. All that can happen. Um, so I guess the, the final answer I would give you is, in air quotes, should. should. <laughs> it should, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right, but I could set up Proton and try it, and uh, but still keep my Comcast going, also. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is Comcast configured with two FA? Uh, yes. Good. But as a matter of fact, that would be a very good tandem mm-hmm. because you've got two different supported email accounts, right? And you can use them as backup for each other. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, if you need to get control of one of them using an alternate email address, use the other. Yep. But mm-hmm. both of them are supported, so you're okay. going to be in a really good position. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Judith. Good luck. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Yes, we need all the luck we can, t- we can get here, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, four lines wide open, 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, happy to take your calls till the top of the hour. As we wait for your calls, we usually talk about some news. And uh, I saw this kind of funny. This is on our favorite um Across the Pond blog, IT blog called The Register. Here's the headline. The Pentagon has no idea how to deal with bad cloud contracts, auditors say. Huh? Yes. Pointing out IT failures at the U.S. Department of Defense is like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> but here we are with another uh, in the crosshairs. This, is, this time it's the DOD, and it's failed to account for the costs associated with restrictive cloud license agreements. According to the Government Accountability Office which is an oxymoron in its own name, uh, (laughs) restrictive software licenses associated with commercial cloud contracts have resulted in increased costs and limited choices in service providers, among among other problems. Many of the issues cited could have been avoided if the DOD had guidance, like i.e. somebody knowing what they're doing, and plans in place to do anything other than uh, identify the presence of restricted licensing risks. So... Basically, they're spending a ton of money on cloud. They're not sure why their their budgets are going through the roof. Um, the GAO didn't include any data about how much the data may have overspent on cloud software, but it noted the department's cloud budget has increased by more than 40% since fiscal year 2021, when it was wow. $1.4 billion, um, is now over getting near that $2 billion mark of cloud uh, spending. Um, so again, it basically has to do with mismanagement of course of of uh of their cloud software and their cloud budgets and their cloud understandings and you name it when it comes to this kind of stuff this goes around with every every business but of course government's going to be even worse um but basically it noted there were limits on migration of software from on-premise to cloud environments licenses that limited access to previous versions of the software so like we've told we've joked about the stories of like yeah, carriers and destroyers still running on Windows XP or like nuclear submarines still running on Windows XP. I think that's not happening anymore, but there are these weird requirements. So like the government will talk about why you, you they have to have on-prem servers to manage all their stuff. Now, we don't disagree necessarily, right? Half the, half the stuff out there is on-prem. Um, mm-hmm. But then they mix it with um, cloud environments and they license the licensing obviously is going through the roof, probably having both going on. And we end up with a $2 billion price tag so we'll put a link up here to the story you can kind of read what the government accountability office <laughs> imagine working for that office mm. i mean they must walk in every day and be like yeah right 
<laughs> I mean, it's just an oxymoron of a of a of a department. But um, it, it'll be interesting. This is again from the register. We'll put the link up there for you guys uh, over at the Computer Talk with Tab com- Listener Network Facebook page and on our main page. Did you have anything else you want to talk about, Dennis? Any topic? Oh, I was going to talk about something that Microsoft is doing. Yeah, go ahead. That's actually going to make people's lives better. Hey, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Um, they're going to stop deploying third-party printer drivers through Windows Update. Nice. So Windows Update won't break all of your printers all the time. Because the third parties Because the third trouble. parties, up, you know, drivers are getting loaded and maybe won't work correctly with yours. And Right. You only want to have the drivers you need and the right. software that comes with the printer. And the place you'll get them from from now on is only from the manufacturer, which is where they should come from. Makes sense to me. Yep. So we'll put all that up on our Computer Talk page. I want to thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Carolyn for producing, Mike G for posting everything over on the uh, Facebook page there, and Dennis for posting everything over our Computer Talk. Stick around. Dr. Alessi will be up next. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And remember, we want you to be geeks, too. See you guys next Saturday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.